Hello and welcome to episode 6 of my podcast. Um, right now it's 11.09pm and I've just decided to do it after a, a long day of um, really get just um, doing pretty much everyday stuff. Oh yeah, I didn't go to work today because of a health condition that I'll talk about later on. Anyway, um, which has been a big unfortunate surprise and a big pain in the butt at the same time, kind of literally. Um, I've decided that I was, well, I should have done this ages ago, I don't know why I didn't think of this, but um, I have a, also have a Twitter account, it's at Wreckage Rider, uh, you can... Um, if you want to follow me there, but the chances are you've come from there, so that's a bit redundant, and you've just wasted your time listening to what I said. So, um, yeah, you can find me there. I don't really tweet very much. I know I should do that more. There's a lot of stuff that I want to say that I really should say. Now, I've realised that doing a podcast and using Twitter, using basically a platform that is de-restrictive of free speech. Um, well, I know we've got some confines of rules and things like that where we shouldn't talk about certain things, like you shouldn't talk about eating the throat out of a newborn baby and things like that. But, um, well, you shouldn't. You could talk about it. You shouldn't mean it, though. Don't do that. If you do it, I say no. Um, but if you want to have a platform where you could just say whatever's in your mind, then you really should. Now, one of the problems lately for me is I've actually been getting angry all the time for no reason whatsoever. And I've found that since I've started doing this podcast and since I've started using things, I've been feeling way better because I could just blatantly say whatever that whatever I want to within the confines of the rules um I I kind of do that around other people but you have to sugarcoat everything like at work as a bus driver I've gotten into so much trouble saying um just agreeing with people like who who've said some horrible things like um yeah, you know, that I just like because I I'm also half deaf. I don't hear everything that people say. Um, then I just say yeah, 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 yep. Just to agree, you know, it's a bit of hit and miss. You could tell if you're talking to somebody who's either not listening or who's deaf who doesn't give a shit if they just keep saying yes, 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 or okay, okay, okay. Um, and yeah, so I've been in trouble a few few times because I've. Because people have reported me for um, agreeing to people. But I find it interesting how you can actually be in trouble for agreeing with somebody for um, for something that they've said. If they say something horrible, like, you know, you go and collect Jewish kids' foreskins or something like that, and you just say, yeah... You know, you you now you're the bad person, even though you've just agreed to something you haven't listened to, and they've been the one who said it. You know, it doesn't make you a bad person just because you've agreed. Anyway, I'm only talking about horrible stuff just to get 
a uh, bit of attention, but anyway, um, so as I was saying, that's, I'm promoting myself, this segment is pretty much called self-promotion on Twitter, this is actually my first actual structured podcast, and I've actually got something in front of me to show for it, um, alright, well, speaking of rules and not being able to actually um, abide by the rules, we've gone through, uh, well, previously in the past few weeks, uh, my state has gone through a lockdown, and it was it's was really, really sucky, especially at work, because we had to wear masks, oh no, um, and then we then we had to sometimes wear a mask and then if you you had to hold a mask or you know the rules are all centered around masks which is fair enough because of what's happening with with that thing that everybody's talking about um i think we're actually in a con in a state of shock right now after this is all said and done that's when we're going to start grieving so once that so anyway, I've been abiding by the um well my phone just yeah, like a fool I'm talking into the phone. Oh, still recording, okay. Sorry about that. Um anyway. So these rules I've noticed I saw a um video from um I'm just gonna say say his name because I don't think he would mind me promoting him. A guy named Thunderfoot. Now he is a very very good youtuber and he analyzes things very um okay he has his own opinions and he he says things that not necessarily are agreeable by everybody but he always backs them up with logic which i respect now he says some horrible things about elon musk and then i look at the all the uh everything he said about that that mean everything that he's actually, the reason he's come to this conclusion, and I think, well, okay, yeah, maybe the Hyperloop is not feasible, and things like that, which I, which he did a massive invest, like, not investigation, a video on that, and I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe a Hyperloop is a bad idea, because maybe you shouldn't actually have a gigantic vacuum chamber and put people inside of it. Maybe that, yeah, it would, if it worked, or if it was safe, it would be okay, but I don't see, with our current technology, deeming it safe, I reckon it's as, as likely in our lifetime as seeing a space elevator, which is so, it's science fiction, uh, this is science fiction stuff, it's like close to reality, or that is close but it was just a bit too far away we're not going to see this in our lifetime um i'd like to and i really hope i'm wrong when i say we're not going to see this in our lifetime anyway so this guy uh thunderfoot he made uh he made that the video about how australians in he basically compares australians to the english people which is his home country by the way and how they react how we react to the virus now in the uk 
people were out and they were protesting, they were getting together, and the law was doing nothing about it. This is according to his perspective, not my perspective. And in Australia, there were, we cracked down so hard that we haven't actually had a heap of cases like the UK and other countries. We seem to be very, um, like, authoritarian or well, maybe not, that's a bad word because, you know, it's not like Hitler's running the place, but we might be um, um, we very, we're very strict on our rules and the thing about Australians is we generally, ultimately, for a country that was colonised by prisoners, we actually follow the rules a lot more than the world gives us credit for. We are a bunch of survivors here. That's why we go so well when these things happen. That's why we fared so well in World War One, World War Two, um, and that's why we have major natural disasters, very few deaths, and this is why we're, we're currently doing a fantastic job during the virus. Yes, there have been a lot of few or a lot of fatalities here, but compared to the, the number in the whole, in the rest of the world, it's been so small. So we've actually done a good job. This is why I actually do think sometimes you do have to listen to your government and even if they're not enforcing the law, if they're giving good advice, at least take the advice and be a good person. That's pretty much what we do as Australians. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that I'm right about that. But yeah, um, next thing I want to talk about is the Starship SN9. Yes, I'm transitioning straight to a rocket because I nobody wants to hear about the virus anymore. The SN9, um, unfortunately, has still on the ground and has not gone up and has not exploded, and that fire stick has not ignited. Why? Well, it's because the FAA is deemed it... Well, the FAA has not approved it to fly yet. Apparently, there was a breach in the SN8 flight. Uh, there's so much speculation on in what it is, so I'm not even going to repeat the speculation. But what I do not agree with is shitting on the FAA for the, doing their job. These guys are actually people who are enthusiastic about flying. They don't want to see planes on the ground. They want to see planes and rockets fly. So that's what I think Elon Musk really shouldn't have poked the bear. As much as he is a hero of mine, as I look up to him, I don't agree with everything he's, he does. And that, that's included with the um, that tweet he sent out about the FAA. Yeah, I, I know they probably need to streamline their processes in order to gain, um, to gain the, the, the approval faster. So these things can go up. And yeah, we're not going to get to Mars until until these things are faster because the sometimes the hardest part about launching the rocket is actually the paperwork. So that's that's what's happening. I'm really hoping it happens in the next day or so from 
what I've been hearing, the a person in Boca Chica Village, they say they're being evacuated because she's choosing to live near where rockets get tested. But that's her choice, and she seems to be all right. And yeah, so so we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, anyway, a little bit about what's happened in the past week. I actually have not driven a bus for nearly a week, six days now. Reason being is I had a pretty bad health scare. On about a week ago, I had a major back spasm, which caused me to be unable to really walk very much, be unable to function. And, you know, it's, it's funny because you... You can, you can go from being young to being old in like literally a day. It's kind of interesting because I, you, you think you forget that you could just stand up. You think you could just stand up. It's like nope. But anyway, um, so that happened, and then, then um, suddenly, um, so I had that for one day. I took the day off and of work, and I. I just laid down and I recovered and I went to work the next day, which was the most pain I've ever been in my life driving a bus. Like, I was in a very good bus that day. I, I It was a public holiday, so I got to cho- choose which bus I drove. I chose a good one. I was nice and comfortable, but oh, wow, it was so painful. Um, I... In between the runs, there was 20 minutes break either side, and I decided to just sit in the bus. Normally, I get out and walk, because I don't like being... Like, a lot of bus drivers look like they should be bus drivers. Most of them are fat, and they eat a lot, and they also they have bad breath, and they stink, and they get angry, and they, they growl at you, and they ask shit like, do you have a ticket, and things like that. You know, so many bus drivers are just going to, you know, bus drivers can be really crappy sometimes, and they're horrible people. That's why, like, once when I said to, um, once when I, I, I got invited to a bus driver Christmas party, I was like, fuck no, I don't want to go to a bus driver Christmas party. They're like, why? I was like, I don't want to hang around with bus drivers. What are we going to talk about work the whole time? You know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, this five to eight run, we're going to do it, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, because I enjoy, I work, and like school bus drivers, they're even, they're even weird, a bunch of people, um, I know I'm going on a tangent, but you guys might want to hear this, um, school bus drivers, they're a weird, a bunch of people, like, well, I've known school bus drivers who've been doing the same school bus run for the last 10 years, at least. And they know that run back, inside out, back to front, left to right. And holy crap, they, you get OCD about being a school bus driver. When you, are, when you are a school bus driver and you... Um, you ha- okay? Say you go get off sick for one day. Somebody else uses your bus. You then, um, you then get back there. And there's like a couple of pieces of paper because your bus wasn't clean. Yeah, I've seen drivers literally have screaming matches 
with other bus drivers about a little bit of rubbish on their bus. Or I've seen bus drivers go absolutely berserk over the most small trivial stuff. You know why? Because it's unhealthy to drive around circles all that time. You, you get dizzy and it does make you a little bit weird in the head. That's why as much as I loved doing my school bus run and it was a very comfortable job, it paid for the amount of hours I did, it paid pretty good. It was very nice. I, got, I started getting into that stage after a year, uh, about a year and a half actually. After a year and a half, I started getting like, I was thinking, okay, if everything is not perfect, my whole day is going to be ruined, all right? And then then if I if if something happened and I was like five minutes later, I'd be like, oh, my whole day's ruined. That's it. This has been a bad day because I got three traffic lights in a row. You know, it does actually mess with your mind. It is unhealthy, which is <laughs> so, it's so weird when that happened. And so I did choose to go to Urban because, and then you see some freaking weirdos when you drive that city bus. I will, I will start to write it down and I'll say, I don't, you know, out of respect for the, for the crazies out there, I do, I will be uh, discreet about who does what, but you do get some, some silly people, like, like the one I love the most are those people who literally lose their mind and blame it on the bus driver because they caught the wrong bus. And they, I've had people literally running up and down the aisles because they caught the wrong bus, and I offered it to let, I offered them a solution, and they didn't want it because they needed to be at the, this place at this time, which, yeah, well, you should have learnt to read and actually read the proper, the the sign on the bus, we're going the other way, anyway, um, so. I haven't driven, <laughs> so basically, well, that's what I've been missing in the past week, which has not been a holiday, because I, after that, after my back spasm, which caused me to go through hell at work, I also got an ear, uh, some sort of problem with my ear, uh, it caused me to be needing to be checked by a doctor, the doctor freaked out. I'll never forget that, she freaked out, and now I'm seeing a specialist, or an ENT, tomorrow, which is absolutely incredibly fast, and I'm shocking everybody who I tell, that it took literally three days for me to get into a specialist, and I'm looking forward to knowing what the hell's wrong with me, because this, I've pretty much lost my balance now, um, in saying that, my even my balance is gone and my medical certificate clears me to work after Tuesday so I'm just go, I'm going to go to work I'm I'm okay I'm not going to endanger any lives I'm gonna, I'm going to make sure I'm okay um so I'm going to be doing the um well I'm going to be doing the um the doctor's appointment tomorrow with the ENT, which what, what normally happens is they get a vacuum cleaner and they clean my ear out, which means I'm going to have to sit there with a big smile on my face because Charlie's going to be there 
trying not to laugh because I'm going to be trying not to cry, which, because that's how our relationship works. She's pregnant, so she doesn't give a shit. She's going through her own problems. But, um, so, anyway, so that's, um, what's going to happen. But anyway, today, I've decided I'm really, really struggling to walk and all that. And thankfully, Charlie, she bought me a walking stick. Now, I'm 31 years old and I got my first walking stick. This is a fucking great walking stick. I, it's, uh, it's called, it's called a, um, oh, this way, I've got the thing right here in the car. It's, it's called a elemental trekking pole because, no, I'm not actually getting, using an actual walking stick. I'm going to use a, a trekking pole. Because I can barely actually balance and I've got a big bump on my knee from actually smacking into something because, well, maybe I'm just clumsy. So I got the elemental trekking pole that I'm going to take around everywhere and fuck the world. I don't care if they think, oh, is he too young to wear a walking stick? Yeah, I'm going to pretend I'm blind to use it as a blind person's stick while I go walk into a bus and drive away in it. This thing's going to come in handy. So, once... So, anyway, my point is, I've been I've been doing um, what I can do today to keep the whole house running. I And he, here's actually my motivational speech part of the segment. And I'm, I know it's very unprofessional to actually outline my segments, but fuck it, this is a closest I've ever come to a structured podcast and this is going pretty well I heard back when I was I it must have been grades grade seven which is which was primary school back then but it, it would be high school now grade seven our principal said don't do your best do what it takes now, I never understood what that meant because I thought, well, doing your best, isn't that the limit of things? Like, how could you say this to a bunch of kids? You're just confusing the fuck out of us. We all think, okay, how can you do what it, what it takes when you can't do your best? And I'm thinking, this is absolutely crazy. This is, what the hell? Anyway, I translated that to, it's more like work smarter, not harder. Now, I've been able to do pretty much everything functioning today. I, uh, Even though I have a bad back, I've still um, I've been able to do all the cleaning I've had to do. I've been able to do laundry. I've been able to take out the trash and all that, which was actually really, really heavy, using a hand cart and things like that. I've been able to bring all the wash... Oh, no, all the wash, all the groceries in, which a lot of that was heavy because we have a lot of liquid in this house um, because tap water is not good enough for our people. And, um, like, who cares? A little bit of diarrhea, never hurt anyone. Anyway, um, so we, I um, did that. I, I, I took all the, the, um, Great, so he didn't put it all, all up and all up. And I didn't even hurt myself because 
you have to use all of your senses sometimes. If you say you do, you have a problem where you lose your balance, like I have, or for the most part, I've lost my balance. You've got to use your senses. I use my peripheral vision and look at the horizon all the time. If any of you know how to land a plane, which I've had experience in in the past, and I didn't notice my balance was bad back then, but I could still land the plane smoothly. You look at the end of the runway, use your peripheral vision to watch the, the ground come up closer to your plane. You can actually land the plane smoothly. You can also use all of your feeling and all of that to actually keep yourself balanced. So you can do all of this. So when they say don't do, when you hear somebody spit out a whole heap of shit like don't do your best, do what it takes, well maybe, maybe your best at the time isn't good enough. Maybe you've actually got to find out a new best and actually do what it takes. So anyway, that's the last bit of the podcast. It's um, been, all, well, I actually was aiming for 15 minutes, but we went over time, but I don't really care because I first structured podcast, I would still wanted to do the best. All right, well, thank you for listening. I'm sorry if you got this far. I feel bad for you for having to listen to all this. Thanks a lot. Goodbye.